show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. It's the Undercard. Bringing you the best in hand combat coverage with feature interviews, major events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. And now, here they are, always in your corner, Brad, Marv, and Jimmy. Welcome to the Undercard. It would not be Marv, it would be Cody, and Cody will be in here a little <laughs> we, bit later. I, I, I'm, wor- I'm working on changing the intro. That's I'm, nice. I'm working on it right now because, yeah, <laughs> Marv hasn't been a part of this show for a while, <laughs> and Cody is now a co-host, so, yeah, we need to change that a little bit. Yeah, yes. kind of ma- update ma- make it. Make Cody feel more welcome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, New Year? New Year, yes. Yes, New go- Year. Uh, we will How many be... times have you messed up and wrote 2017? I have not. I have not yet either. Michelle did once. Once. Okay. I actually, I got in an argument with uh, one of the guys I work with because we were going through medical charts and we have to have it within a certain time period. And he goes, this is too old. It's a year old. And I'm like, it says January 2nd, 2018. He said, yes, yeah, 2019. I'm like, no, it's 2018. He's like, no, we just had a New Year's 2019. I'm like, no, we came from 2017 to 2018. He just stopped for a second. He goes, oh, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking it was 2019. I was like, don't skip a whole year. man has like, been delirious for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> He missed a whole year. Yeah, he like he skipped a whole year in Running his mind. Around, sounding like Doc Brown with the time machine. <laughs> I know, like, right? What time is it? Exactly. We gotta Nothing. go back, Marty. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, no. It's 1.21 20. gigawatts. And the way it's going, I'm not sure we'll make 2019. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, on the radio not. this morning, they were talking about what to do in case. Oh, I know. Of... The CDC has put it out. What to do during? Well, they've explosion. always they've always done that. It's revised. It's the CDC right. though, so I mean, it's kind of their job. Right, I understand, but um, basically you know. they said if you stay in your house for twenty four hours after after the plume, you're okay. Wait, wait, wait. Say no. that again. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eventually. So, what were they specifically talking about? Nuclear attack. Okay, nuclear attack. Okay, mm-hmm. and what did they say? They How said, far from your house? First off, they didn't talk about okay. that. Okay, well, so that Alberta Jacina this morning. It matters. It does matter. So what? What? What did they say? Basically. That your house is safe enough and you stay in there for 24 hours after the plume, that you should be okay. That they, okay. <laughs> so either, false okay. assurance, actually, no panic. I think, <laughs> that's I think, really is I think is. that you were listening to some kind of like spoof. No, that it wasn't, no, no, no because the CDC knows better it than was w, It was uh, I think, 950 this morning. I think, I think they were I, doing it as a spoof because. No, she, I swear to God, she wasn't. First that, of all, your house is not going to protect you against the radiation because it's not hermetically sealed. Right. Second of all, it's suited. Like I'm the radiation, I know the radiation stays in the air for decades, decades, not 24 hours. Yeah. I'm just telling yeah. you what she told me this morning. Okay. Well, I think and they were... it wasn't a spoof. It, I, I think they, they were spoofing do, you. They don't do spoofs on that. Uh, maybe they do now. <laughs> that was kind of... Yeah. And, and, you know, we have to talk about this, even though we are a, a combat show, because, like, 
This is this is crazy. This not is not nuclear combat. This is uncharted territory since the Cold War. And I guess the scariest thing is the two most unstable people walking the planet, uh, Kim Jong Un and uh, Un and yeah. uh, uh, President Trump, are the ones that uh, control. They actually had a nuclear button uh, talk off over uh, okay. the internet, which Here, is funny. Here's, what, here's what's really funny about Shutting it. Shutting off my headphones. Yeah, here's what's really funny about it. Is Trump can say that he has that little red button on his desk. But he doesn't. All he wants. He doesn't. He has a briefcase. He, well, it, and it's not... Okay, we'll say symbolically he has a little red button. Right. Okay? He has codes. He, he has the codes. Here's the thing, though. Even if he types it in... It still has to go through three other people before it actually launches. And number one, the first person that has to go through is Mattis. Mattis will never allow him to launch a nuclear attack against North Korea unless North Korea launches against us first. And even then, it's going to be toned down a bit. Mattis will never let that happen, all right? Even if it does pass Mattis... There, there. I forget who it is, but there's another person who has to then actually physically give the order from NORAD. And at that point in time, they're probably going to go, do you think this is a really good idea? I don't know. So Trump can bluster all he want. He really has no actual power except for saying, I want this to happen. And then other people can go, no, you know what? No, we're not going to do that. Right. And the scariest thing uh, about the North Korea uh, situation is that um, obviously there's restrictions on um, whether it be trade embargoes and anything put on them. uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Not uh, tariffs. But uh, they they basically because (coughs) – of their nuclear activity has been uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? When you put a country under uh, – not probation, but um, you stop trading with them and tell everybody else not to. You try sanctions. To, sanctions, right. Yeah. Uh, the scariest part about it is that China and Russia are fueling their ships and giving them fuel to operate yes. as a country, mm-hmm. which is going against the sanctions that the United States mm-hmm. and other countries have put against them. So then that that now you're starting to see like sides. So they'd be like, okay, you know. So that's the scary thing. Well, because you would never win in a war against China, by the way, uh, and you'd never win a war against Russia. Uh, How about peace? Let's hold just do on. Peace. Hold on. Uh, it depends. It depends. You could you could win a war against China. It depends on who your allies are. You could win a war against Russia, but it'd be very difficult to win a war against both of them unless you literally had the rest of the world backing you. Yes. <clears throat> um, I like. Yeah, and that's the thing is I I, I have a feeling before the end of two thousand nineteen or two thousand nineteen two thousand eighteen we'll be at the beginning stages of World War Three, but I don't think it's going to be nuclear. I think it's just going to be, con- quote unquote, con- conventional warfare. We're going to see the lines drawn. We're going to see the different kind of, you know, things. But here's the thing. Trump has pissed off so many of our NATO allies. If they declare war on us. Not, e- not even getting a wedding <laughs> invitation to the, uh, what's his name, Prince Harry. Yeah. Yeah. Good old uh, Obama is, but not Trump. Right. Uh, if 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 China or or Russia declares war on us, we have very few allies who might actually come to our aid now. 
It depends. It depends because it really depends on what happens. Because I see that if Trump brings us to the brink of war like that, I, I see a coup, like impeachment or whatever you want to do. But I see a coup. I see people getting him out of there very quickly so that we can de-escalate what's going on because right now it's just two toddlers yelling at each other right. and everybody knows it's just two toddlers yelling at each other. But if it gets serious, then I see people making a move to like get him out of there before it actually gets like really bad. Like, I don't think world war three will actually break out, but I think like the beginning stages of like a lead up to it might happen towards the end of the year if things keep going the way that they are. My fear is that he would shut off diplomacy and not talk to North Korea about solutions that well, might, might help. You can't talk to North Korea. You, but Obama you can't knew that. Close it off. But 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 see, Obama. Uh, most of our past presidents kind of have because you can't talk to them. Right. You can tell them, look, you need to do this, or we're doing this. But there there really is no talking to them because. They, they, the, 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 you know, the Kim Jong Il and now Kim Jong Un, like they are insane. They're insane. They're surrounded by yes men, and people in North Korea are basically told that they are a demigod. So they will, you know, they, they don't believe all the stories that are coming out of the West. Plus, you know, nothing can go in or out of North Korea that is not completely and utterly. Uh, approved by the government. So, you know, the, I don't see, see it, but at the same time, I also see that if Kim Jong-un like got to the point where he pressed a button, like one of his own generals would probably assassinate him because they're like, no, that's a really poor idea. You can bluster all you want, but we're not going to let you bring nuclear hell to this country because everybody would die. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see it on both sides. I see the two Tylers yelling at each other while the parents are kind of sitting behind going, yeah, you can keep yelling at each other, but as soon as you actually start fighting, we're going to, we're going to remove you from the situation. Meanwhile, on a crazy note, because these things are planned so far in advance, South Korea hosts the Winter Olympics I less know. than like a month away. And well, and also the, North the distance, Korea now said that they're going to compete. Right, the distance between the countries is ridiculous. Yeah, they're sending they're sending their athletes and cheerleaders and yeah. <laughs> and some some diplomats. They are, yeah. and they're hoping that they can walk. Well, they've to, opened to march up, together. They've in the opened ceremony. up talks with South Korea, mm-hmm. so they're they're starting to work. The PR uh, department. But yeah, the Olympics. I mean, uh, if you look at where the Winter Olympic or the next three Olympics, Beijing has one. They're all communist states. Beijing, uh, South Korea. Um, God, what was the – there's a third one too. Like these, these, these cities that are winning is a little bit weird. But so South Korea um, – now, how, uh, how far in advance do they pick it? Oh, a lot. 12, 18 years. Oh, something like, like that. Yeah, it's something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So like who knew? Right. But mm-hmm. it just seems to be coming to a head right right now. Um, also, we got to talk about uh, there was a book written about the president that came out, uh, Fire and Fury. Oh, OK. I'm sorry. I was looking up the uh, the the whole CDC nuclear attack. And what they said was that if you stay sheltered uh, for 24 hours, it reduces the risk of radiation poisoning. It doesn't 
absolve you of it. It just reduces the risk. Yeah. That's, that's all they were saying. Because, yeah, within the first 24 hours, there's a ton of radiation falling out of the sky. But it's still – you're still going to be ra- irradiated and it's still going to be poisonous. But – the amount that you would get would probably be lessened if you stay in 24 hours. So, yeah, that probably wasn't a scam thing that they said on this morning. Yeah, definitely I scary stuff. And, then, and you know, you know, it's weird. Like uh, back when our parents were around, they used to do drills for that. Yeah. I can see that coming back for kids. Duck and, and cover. Kids. Yeah. Duck you know. and cover. I was actually really. No, because they got rid of it for RA. And we, we were always in constant threat of nuclear attack from Russia. That's true, but they so the diplomacy was there though Gorbachev and and they are always before Gorbachev. No, I know, but there was yeah. always a a phone to call Russia, right, all the way to Kennedy, right, where you could pick up and it went straight to uh, the Kremlin, right, where you could directly talk. I, I think that phone line was always there, that like it immediately was like, hey, you know, talks and stuff. I don't know, look it up, but I think there was always a phone line that. Well, that, I mean, <clears throat> we we had. Okay, there, there, there were ambassadors, and yes, there was a direct link between the White House and the Kremlin. Right, there always is, and there is a direct link between America and North Korea, is just through ambassadors. It's not president to Kim Jong Un; it's ambassador to ambassador. So there, there is a, there is a, I don't know if you want to call it a lifeline or or whatever, um, but. Uh, um, it, yeah, it's uh, you know um, pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, also, a, a book came out about our president um, called Fire and Fury. It was written. Uh, I forget his first name, but the last name was Steve. Wolf. Oh, no, I'm thinking Steve Bannon. No, no, no. So, so a lot of crazy allegations. It's Michael about, Wolf, I think. Yeah, a lot of crazy allegations about the president. The one thing you haven't heard besides President Trump. Is no one's denying any of these? No one's come out and said I did not say they that. They can't because they can't. he has they, recordings. I think no, but they've and they've they, all signed disclosure agreements, and that's what they were. He was mad about Steve Bannon because he went against that. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that, but I mean, you still would come out and say that's not true. But some of the crazy things that they were talking about, um, you know, that he's immature. Uh, people question his mental capability. I just wonder how many people voted for Trump still are on board. We're not um, We're not broadcasting. Who said that? I just went on to our stream because somebody oh. told me we were, there was no sound. We're not, we're not going out live. Yapes. <laughs> Double check it. Listen. I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing right now. Mic's on. Uh, Mike is live. Now playing none. There's the two encoders. The top one says it's disconnected, but the other one says it's encoding. Okay. Um, <coughs> let's see. I'm gonna refresh it. Keep talking, because I mean, it we're we're still, still we're still recording. Still recording. Oh, still recording. But it's go. just not going out live. There you go. Um. I'm sorry about that. Cut cut that. Uh, Four minutes Bob boring. Uh, yeah, know, just shoot. Would Bob shoot, know? Shoot. Yeah, you would, but you don't. You can do it on a break. We could go to our first break. Yeah, let's go to our let's first go break. To our first go break. to our first break and yeah. figure it out. So if you're listening at a past life, it doesn't matter anyways. We're listening to the Undercard Hand Combat Radio. 
Welcome back to the undercard. We are broadcasting live now. We weren't. We are. We earlier. are live now. But yes. if you listen to the podcast, it, it, we've been here the it, whole time. It has been confirmed. We are live again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I uh, thank you to uh, my friend who uh, uh, informed me that uh, there was no sound, so I could go on and find out that yes, indeed, there was no sound coming from the, uh, the live broadcast, and uh, apparently, it, it has been fixed now. Uh, so we are coming to you live in person. How does that go from appointment radio? No, no, it was, uh, no, it was like live in person via satellite or something like that. Who said that? I don't know. It was like some kind of joke. I think it was like on SCTV. It was like live in person via satellite. So I don't know. We will take it. We're going to get uh, working our way back to uh, hand combat hair. We were, so much has happened. It's a yes. new year. And so we, we were dealing with the issues of uh, the world and the scary times we live in. Yeah. It, so uh, because it wasn't going out live, just to recap, uh, Trump is bad. Kim Jong-un is bad. Nuclear war is bad. We hope nothing of that happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. No, I it just in the, the, the whole the whole scale that I was dealing, I was even saying like, you know, Trump was bad. I, I actually haven't played that card. I don't think today. I was just saying that it's a scary time we live in and kind of, you know. Yeah, but it's always been a scary time. I mean, think about it. So, I mean, OK. Let, let's let's go all the way back to the beginning. 1776. We're in constant threat from you know England. We're fighting England to get our independence. Once we once we fought for our independence, then we were, you know, I mean, we were fighting other countries, we were fighting the natives, we were, you know, whatever. So then you skip ahead a couple of years, we're fighting ourselves, and then we have to fight the British again, the War of 1812. Skip a couple more years, then we're fighting the Spanish. Skip a couple more years, then we're fighting ourselves, the Civil War. Skip a few more years, we're fighting the Spanish again. Skip a, skip a couple more years, we're in World War One. Skip some more years, we're in World War Two. Skip some more years, we're in Korea. Skip some more years, we're in Vietnam. Skip some more years... We're in the Middle East. Give some more years. We're in the Middle East again. Right. So I mean, well, the, uh, and, and and among all of that, we had the Cold War with Russia. Okay, so I, I would agree on the latter part with you for sure. Like you know, the the more modern stuff you said, but going back to the stuff you talked about in the beginning, well, the the biggest fear you had was infection from injury or a lead cannonball. We are talking or weapons, a lead, a lead, weapons a lead that could just no. I know, I, I understand you know, that. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, but. But but that's just it. Is uh, technology has been driven by war for the last three hundred years. Most of the modern advancements in technology, in medicine, has been actually driven by uh, by war. You know, um, uh, the the you know we started off with muskets, and then we turned in, then we. Um, uh, eventually developed repeating weapons. Then we developed machine guns. Then we developed mustard gas. Then we developed, you know, all these like horrible, horrible ways to, uh, to kill each other. But at the same time, battlefield medicine was driving actual medicine. So that's when we, you know, because of the wars, we learned things like sterilization. We learned things like tourniquets. We learned things like, you know, and and especially in in modern times, like a lot of life-saving techniques that are used 
in emergency medicine was actually learned, tested, and proven in on the battlefield. So it, it's kind of one of those dichotomies where war drives technology and we find bigger and more horrible ways to kill each other. But at the same time, to counteract that, medicine drives itself to try to counteract the massive li- loss of life that we get from, you know, I mean – if a nuclear bomb goes off, the people that are at the epicenter are are toast. I mean, there ain't nothing you're going to be able to do about it. But there there have been treatments because of the threat of nuclear war, because of the Cold War. There have been techniques and treatments and stuff that we we now like. Let's say because uh, we're the same age. So like, let's say that we're in first grade, second grade. Cold War is going on. Russia decides to nuke us, right? Most of the people that get sick from radiation poisoning, there was nothing that could be done about it because we had no treatments for it. But because of that threat, medicine has actually developed different techniques, different treatments on how to treat radiation poisoning. So it's not as bad as it was back in the 80s. It's not great, but it's not as bad. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, what else was in the news in the the since we've last been in? Oh here? my god, uh, a crazy cold spell! <laughs> oh yeah, ridiculous! Well, it was a it was uh I mean at least we weren't the East Coast. No, <laughs> we didn't get hit with a, a a what I don't what they call it like a cyclone, like a blizzard bomb or yeah, a cyclone something, like something, and then hit by a polar vortex. Well, the the pictures from Boston were crazy because like, I know. the sea levels had come in. Well, I, yeah, and then you all you had the cold. So like I mean, it was crazy. You know, it was, it, it was a massive, massive blizzard. Yep. Check your Carfax people because those people, those water cars come come Midwest. They yeah. Do. No, like, I know. Like when well, uh, that's all the ones Hurricane from Katrina. Like they were all Katrina up here. and then There's Irma yeah. and Harvey and yeah. Check those vehicles. <laughs> um, but yeah, they got hit like hard. We we didn't get hit as hard, but yeah, the cold was ridiculous. bitter cold though. Bitter cold. I mean, they had uh, out in like New York. I, at one point in time, it was like negative, like forty degrees with the wind chill. And what was funny is someone took a picture. It was negative forty degrees with the wind, or it was negative twenty degrees without the wind chill, and it was negative four degrees on Mars. Yeah, Just let that sink in. Yeah, let that sink in. It was ne- it was warmer on Mars than it was on the East Coast. You, you letting that sink in, Rochelle? Warmer on Mars. But the whole nation besides SoCal was hit by it because Florida got down to what, – what was Florida, Rochelle, in the 30s, Oh, uh, they right? got down to 38. Yeah. And oranges are going to cost more and orange yeah, juice my, goes yeah. up my again. Lizards were falling out of trees. My parents were actually – Yeah, Geico's. They were just – Yeah. They had demolished their, their kitchen because they had went through um, – this is their third flood. Um Jeez, Because of where <laughs> have, their, have their they house not, is located. Like, I would say, have they not learned that maybe they shouldn't live in Florida? No, it's it's actually it's the county. There's like a, there's like a um. I was I was allegedly call it a moat. the county as Cody comes in. Anyways, they take um, your head off. Nice, oh, I like that's it. That's not that's not the way that you were talking. I thought he like bicked it like me. I Might mean, as well have. no, that's good. I like that look. I like that look. Really? Cody just Cody just walked in, and before the show started, Rochelle was talking about how he how he shaved his head, and the way that she was talking, I assumed he like bicked it like me, like completely bald, and he takes his head off. He's still got a good. You got a good military haircut. I yeah. mean, it's a good military haircut. It grows military back. Style. 
It, it grows back, it that's does. all. But I, I think it looks good. I think it looks good on you. I'm going to be wearing a hat for about another six weeks. <laughs> hey, you've got, you had, like, we, him and I would talk about all the time, the perfect coiffed hair. <laughs> you had good hair. Yeah. So um, what what led to uh, the, the shaving? I don't know. I just uh, walked, <laughs> I woke walked, up one day okay, and like, okay. <laughs> I walked in the bathroom and put a number like four on my trimmer and just buzzed my hair. I was going to say, so how many shots did you take beforehand? I was sober as a bird, <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> you know what? I, I honestly, I mean, you don't have the same problem that I did, but I, I, you know, I was going balding up here and I had the, you know, I had the Patrick Stewart thing going on. And one day I just said, you know what? Screw it. And I just shaved it completely off, bicked it and everything. And I looked in the mirror and I'm like, I had the towel still on my head. I'm like, please look good, bald. Please look good, bald. Please look. And I took it off. I'm like, okay, I can work with this. This isn't too See, bad. You're lucky. I got a big head. Like, <laughs> if I lose my hair, I'm in trouble. No, you're, you, I'm not gonna, actually, no one's going to refer to me as Mr. Wonderful ever again. Actually, <laughs> I, actually, I think you could go Mr. Clean. Maybe. Yeah. I do, I'd, I'd do, it once. Shut up. I'd do it once. Shut up. Do it once. Shut up. No. Because the shortest my hair has ever been. Yeah. I've had long hair since I was like a little kid. Yeah. So I, I've never had short hair. I mean, I, I wish I could grow out my hair, but you I can't. You can't see a commercial 20 mayor, five years from now. Go see Bosley. Yeah, yeah. I saw Bosley. <laughs> they went, mm, sorry. Yeah. I could see Cody 25 years from now going, hi, remember me? Cody Stamen from the act again. I'm here to talk to you about Rogaine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you did, did funny. True story. Opportunity. True and true and funny story. Did you know that Rogaine gives you uncontrollable erections? You told me that. Yeah, uh, actually, on the show at one time. Thank yeah, you for, thank you for that. Well, that but imagery. but here and, and well, no, it's uncontrollable, <laughs> which means that you can't get it when you want to, and you get it when you don't want to. Maybe right. maybe that's what happened with I Conor McGregor. To. Uh, <laughs> do you do you have do you have a grandma? Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's dead, but yeah. Well, I okay. One. I had one. Okay. <laughs> imagine imagine an elderly maybe. imagine an elderly family member, okay, who's sitting in a wheelchair and they go to give you a hug and I mean, that's where I talk about like when you don't want it to, okay? Well, Conor McGregor in the face-off with Floyd Mayweather this year, they he admits that that was that was a hard on, dude. If you look at the underwear shots, he's rocking a that's Yeah. Not, not a good time to have one. As you're as you're doing a face off with a dude, but he he, he was aroused him. by the excitement. That's of what that's I. What he said. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah he was aroused he, by the he he pumped it, up, but and maybe yeah. not the best moment to have. One. He was pumped up, you know. Literally, <laughs> I pumped you up. Literally, yeah, no, yeah, good. I mean that that's crazy confidence because you, you figure biggest stage of your life nerves, and then all of a sudden does it. So you just woke up one day. First off. Have you had it retouched? Because like I, yeah. I shaved my head once and I I, I messed up. <laughs> yeah, I I had it. Uh, I had it like skin faded on the sides because <laughs> I looked like a, a chia pet or something. <laughs> so you had to go to a barber and fix yeah, it. Yeah. What? Wait. Here. Here's my second question. Did TJ fix Wh- your hair? TJ, learn me. Yeah. Know. I would say, what did your girlfriend say? She liked it. She did. I yeah. think she was just being nice, but well, you know, I mean, she wouldn't say she didn't like it. She's like, oh. You. <laughs> <laughs> you <did> oh, that, huh? <laughs> oh, that so that's a thing. <laughs> I think it looks good. I'm just saying. Thank you. I think it looks good. And it's the little psychology battles. We were going through like the coldest time in Michigan. So did you feel like, even though it doesn't matter because you didn't have that much hair, didn't it mentally? It's like, man, why did I shave my head during these f- four degree mornings? Yeah, like that was like I was just wearing a hat nonstop, and then you know what I mean. I take my hat off, and it's like. 
<laughs> you know, it was just a mess. And I was like, you know what? I'm just buzzing my head. That was like the reason I did it, honestly. Oh, wow. And, and then, then you... afterwards, I was like, I should not have done that. <laughs> and then your brother got the treatment, too. <laughs> uh, or did you do his beforehand? Uh, my little my little brother. Yeah. I cut my little brother's yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. I just did the sides of his. Oh, okay. I actually did like a pretty good job on his hair. Nice. People thought it looked cool, so <laughs> he thought it looked cool. That's all that matters. That's all that matters at the end of the day. Did you have a good holiday? We I were touching great, base. Great holiday. What about you guys? Pretty good. We were uh, talking about the new year and, uh, the, you know, the world and all that what, stuff. What did you do on New Year's Eve? Uh, basically just hung out with my girlfriend and brother, and then we went out. I always bring in the New Year sober, though. I don't drink on mm-hmm. years. So, uh, not a whole lot. Just watch the drunk people. <laughs> nice. What about you guys? Uh, I, I had my, to work the next morning. My mom so. was in the hospital, so we actually went and oh, celebrated I'm sorry. with Yeah, I was with hospital. my yeah. kids at the house. And, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, the nurse was cool. She let me and my son come up there and... Uh, well, that's we nice. Had to spend it with my mom up yeah, there. Yeah, so that's it was nice. nice. It's a good place to Very be cool. on New Year's. Yeah, with family. That's all that matters. Um... And then just watching. So uh, something that you guys might not know. Have any of you guys ever wanted to watch the ball drop in New York? Me, I, me, uh, I don't care. If I'm it's with like, people, then yes. Show. But when I'm by well, I'm myself. No, no, no. To be there. Oh, to go to New York? Oh, hell no. Hell no. So, oh, God, no. I didn't know that. And it makes sense. These people at 8 in the morning when they open up Times Square, they run up to the barricades and they're there all day. Yeah. Did you know they astronaut diaper it? Yeah. Okay, so you know what that is, right? No, I don't. So, so astronauts <laughs> when they're doing a shuttle launch and everything, they they wear diapers because once they're strapped in and they're they're doing the shuttle launch, <laughs> you ain't getting up. You ain't getting up. So they poop and pee in the diapers. That and that's what astronauts do. These people in New York because they can't lose their spots. Yeah, wear diapers. Poop and pee, and then yep. wait for the ball to drop. Yep. That to me, so you're make... bringing in the new year with shit in your pants. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> like pretty much you know, the diaper rash. And... No, it, yep. so pretty then much. That means yeah. I'll never do it. And no, oh. I would never. Five and sunny. And I, I would do. do okay, I would, I would go to New York and watch the ball drop if I was like sitting in like a suite. Like if somebody I knew had a suite in Times Square where we could be inside, then look out a window and watch the ball drop. I would do that. But there ain't no way I'm standing in the middle of Times Square in freezing weather, pissing and shitting myself. No, it's just too many people for me. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is I think I would have an anxiety attack. It's just way too many people. Right. I, I would constantly think someone's going to come up to me and like try to gank me or something. And the astronaut diapering thing, it's, it, I'm I, out I mean, forever. yeah, I mean, even beyond that. It like, makes sense. I never thought about and it. Plus, it's New York, so you're probably going to get stabbed anyways. Wow, that's mean. Come on, <laughs> There's probably more security there than like anywhere I know. in the world, especially because what ha- has happened around the world. I know. I know. But um, I will never, ever do it because of that. That's astronaut the stupidest diaper. fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> exactly. You wait in the cold for the ball to drop. Would You could watch it on TV, and it's just yeah. as nice watching it on TV. Yeah, yeah. I'd say it's better. I don't, I don't think I would. I think it's a no, freak show. Do that. Oh, it is a freak show. It is. It's an absolute freak show. It I'm is like, a freak show. Looking at what everyone's wearing. I was watching. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is okay. Like, this is normal. I cannot believe this." I I've, I've always it's put like the like, Hunger Games or something. That's what I felt like I was watching. That kind of is a little bit. Yeah, Weird. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was never a big New Year's guy. Even when I partied, it just I I, I always called it like amateur night because you always had to worry my mom about says. you have to worry about the other people that don't know how to go out and. That's why you take the, Uber. 
No, well, not was, even that. That was my biggest it's, fear is that he was he was on the road that yeah. night. Yeah, I had to worry driving home from the hospital about other people on the yeah, road. Yeah. So I was like, I got to get on the road before yeah. the bars close. Yeah. But no, not even just the drunk driving part, which is huge. It's the, the people that don't know how to drink all year round and decide to like drink champagne and you run into them in a bar and they want to fight you. Uh, <laughs> there's always a drunken girl mess at a bar like every freaking time, you oh, yeah. know? <laughs> Where like somebody's just not having a good night, that, and but that that's because you're going to bars. No, I know <laughs> you don't or go clubs. to. A, well, I think I've only done. I'm trying to remember. I think I've only done one New Year's Eve at an actual like club, uh, and that was God, like 15. Yeah, like 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, it was it was a unique experience, but I never want to do it again. So let's run through boxing really quick so we can get to some uh, MMA action that happened and uh, get Cody's take on it because he probably knows some some of the stuff a little bit better than we us on MMA. But um, gee, I I don't see why. Nah, I mean, he's probably you know just because he's a, just because he's a UFC superstar, you know, superstar. Ooh, well, you someday. will be someday. You will be. Yeah, I'm I'm calling it now. You will be. You'll be a big name. I nice. hope so. If I get this, if I get this next fight, I'm gonna be a big name. That's right. You can't announce nothing. Not, not, not. I'll be yeah. in the top ten after I beat this guy. No, I know, I know. Yeah, gonna, you will. I was just seeing if there was any good news you had for us yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Christina Hammer. Uh, let's talk boxing. Christina Hammer uh, from Germany uh, was supposed to fight on the undercard of Clarissa Shields in New York, uh, but. She did not get her business visa, her work visa to come over here and fight. So she will not be fighting on uh, the undercard that probably puts uh, the Hammers versus Shields fight a few months uh, behind. Uh, now she's looking to come over to the United States and make her uh, U.S. debut sometime in March. Uh, the undercard of the Clarissa Shields Nelson fight uh, is our good friend Sonny Fredrickson, who's uh, been on the show before. Uh, if I mispronounce this, this is going to suck, is going against Ergus. Off, it's Ergus, uh, Ergus? Sho, uh, Shoyahan Ergashev. Yeah, you got the records too. He's on. I don't. I don't have the records. I just have Look the up their records really quick. Okay. So it's two undefeateds going against each other. I, I kind of know it roughly in my head, but I don't want to misquote it. Um, uh, and that's going to be on Showtime this weekend, this Saturday. Mm-hmm, yeah, actually, a good card. Salita Promotions is putting it on. Watch it and uh, go from there. I imagine uh, Hammer will be in attendance, just something with a business visa, and she wasn't able to do it. Um, let's run through oh, other stuff. Uh, Robert Robert Easter from Toledo, Ohio, is challenging uh, or asking to challenge Mikey Garcia. That would actually be a pretty good fight. Uh, God, man, that, that's tough because I, I'm a huge Mikey Garcia fan, but I, I like Robert Easter as well. Uh, he says Mikey uh, Garcia is ignoring him. Um, but this is a huge step up for uh, Robert Easter uh, being an IBF title holder right. if he does get the Mikey Garcia fight. And I'd love to see it in Toledo uh, with Easter's crazy crowd. Um, okay. Shoyahan is 10-0 and with zero knockouts. Uh, he's won by well. No, that can't be right. No, that's, he has wait. lots of knockouts. That sounds like Sonny Fredrickson's record. No, Fredrickson. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. It said, okay, so I go up to his record. Oh, I'm sorry. 10 KOs. 10 knockouts. 
Yeah, it says 10 KOs and then zero K. Oh, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong thing. It's zero losses by knockouts. Never mind. Right. So yeah, all by knockouts. So what's his record? 10, 10, 10 and 0. 10, 10 and 0 with 10 knockouts. And then Sonny Fredrickson. Sonny Fredrickson. I got to get. I got to. Good, good luck, Sonny. Sonny. Give you some undercard love here. Uh, Fredrickson. Who is also undefeated. And does yes. not back down to anybody. All right. Wants he is 18 and 0. With how many with knockouts? With 12 knockouts. All right. Good luck, um, Sonny. He. Uh, that should da, be da, the main da, event, by the way. The last two have been by last last two have been by knockout, uh, and one, two, three, in kind of like the ones before that were unanimous decisions. Um, but everything before that, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty much he's he goes like knockout, 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 unanimous decision, unanimous decision, knockout, you know, knockout, knockout, knockout. UD, 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 knockout, knockout, knockout. So he's he's a, he's a pr- poised for another knockout. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyways, back to a little bit of boxing really quick. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is going to be in town this weekend. Is uh, he? Junior, yeah. For what? Uh, he's actually roller skating. I am not shitting you. It's a roller skating party, which thus proves that it, he's probably done I, fighting ever again. He's coming he's, to Detroit. To roller skate. To roller skate. I haven't decided if I'm going yet. Um, for himself, and you can <laughs> go roller skate with. Floyd I mean, Mayweather. he's just coming to roller skate, and you can just come roller skate with Floyd Mayweather. Like yeah, for I, enough money, sure. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, he likes roller skating. I, he was I, roller skating before I, the Conor McGregor I, fight, which I, made no I, sense I, to me because so much money just, was on the table. He was also like eat, going to. McDonald's. He does that even when he's training normally. (laughs) He eats Big Macs like they're the night before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So he's in town and then he has some sort of after party afterwards. Hmm. So if I decide to attend, I obviously will get some stuff. I I just, I don't know. It's like boggling my mind. Like, is he going to Skateland? I mean, where's he doing this at? Uh, it's some like roller rink. It's I I, I can weird. Dude, I can pull okay. It up. No, no, I I, I just um, it's just it, it it weird. I don't know. I just my mind can't wrap around that he for likes some roller reason. Skating, so he's I guess. I mean, that's fine. If I, if I decide close places for him to roller skate, then right. Detroit. Yeah. So I mean, you know what? To tell you the truth, the last time Floyd was in town, this is much better of an event than the last one he was in. For, so this one maybe. What was the last good. one he was in for? It was strip clubs, lots of strip clubs. Well, I mean, he does that no matter where he goes. No, but I saw a little roller skating, you know, which I roller skated. I think three years ago, or maybe two years ago, and I forgot that roller skating is different than like we, we, we were growing blading. up on rollerblading, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I did both. I did both. Blading, I thought roller skating. It's better on your back. Did you wear the rollerblades or you wore roller skates? Roller skates. It's you better on your back to do roller yeah, skating. I don't remember what but yeah, it's better on your back to do roller skating than it is to rollerblading, but it's easier to rollerblade than it is to roller skate. Meanwhile, I wouldn't let Cody roller skate when you're an athlete. So it just, I, you know, it's just, you I know. I don't know how. So <laughs> Bless you. You wouldn't catch me dead on roller skates. You could do it. You could do it. It's you could do easy. it. Yeah. Did you ever ice skate? Never. Outdoors, man. You never ask an Ivory? Wow. I was on ice. I was on a snowmobile. I don't. Uh, you ever play like pickup hockey or anything? Mm, never. No. <laughs> never. We were like. Uh, we were fighting in hockey too. We were like. Uh, we were in upper middle class where I grew up. So there wasn't like a hockey team. 
Yeah, we're like normal middle class, so we just like wrestled and played football <laughs> and normal shit. You gotta have money to play hockey. Uh, actually, most of the people that I know that played hockey were like lower class. Really? Yeah, See, it's guys, it's very expensive. All the guys around here I know that play hockey are all, all wealthy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I, I yeah, knew a family. Time. I knew a family that was like basically basically up. on welfare, yeah, and all of their boys played hockey. Because wow. what they would do is they would get the stuff donated, and they would pass it down from kid to kid to kid. And then as the older kid got older, they would uh, get stuff donated or buy it secondhand or whatever it was. Yeah, I guess yeah, and yeah, and all of their all of their boys played hockey. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, but I, I could see what Cody's saying because, like, no, it's hockey, very expensive. Hockey's not, not like a yeah. city sport. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> That's like, what you have soccer for. Like yeah. my son has a baseball mitt that should last him five to seven years now. Yeah, and we as long just, as he doesn't grow anymore, we just replaced his helmet. No, no, it's a pro. It's like the right regular size now. Oh, it, it just, is. It oh. will break down the leather. Okay, but he he had been wearing the same helmet for three years. This yeah. is the first time we replaced his helmet. And then besides like getting like an athletic supporter and stuff, really the cost of other sports compared to hockey, where my son probably grew what four inches in like I mean he's on a growth spurt that's crazy. You would be buying shoulder pads, all the hockey equipment. Yeah. I mean, it'd be oh, hundreds yeah. of dollars. I no, it is. Imagine. It's very, very expensive. And it's the smelliest equipment, by the way, because you can't wash hockey equipment, so it just, like, smells <laughs> horrid. That's what Febreze is for. Mm. I don't think Febreze can – when I'd walk in the Red Wings locker room, I don't think any amount well, they don't, of stuff they don't cause that. Well, they don't, they don't Febreze their stuff because it's superstitious. Especially it's, if they're on a winning streak. Nasty. Yeah. It's like Darren, well, yeah. I mean, Darren, of course it's Darren nasty. Darren Crosshank over there who uh, <laughs> said uh, doesn't shower. Doesn't shower, man. Uh, pronounce it right, Cody. Crookshank. Crankshaft. Crookshift. Crookshift. So yeah, that that's all of boxing. So let's move on a little bit of MMA before we change subjects. Uh so let's let's start off with uh, we we had talked to, to Cody about uh, cutting weight. I don't know, ten, twelve episodes ago, and and so uh, Ryzen uh, came along, and Gabby Garcia, who isn't a fan favorite really, anyways, because people look at her and just I don't know how you look at Gabby Garcia, and this is just speculation, and not see somebody on some performance enhancing. I mean, right? Uh, if you saw her in person, you'd be terrified. Right? She's she look, she's bigger in person. That's a crazy thing. It's like she's humongous and on uh, on TV and stuff, especially standing next to another woman. But like in person, I saw her and I was just like, like if she was a guy, I'd be like that. That dude's fucking huge, <laughs> and she's a girl, and she's she's yoked. I mean, veiny, ripped out of her mind. I don't know. I don't think that a female can get that big without something. So I'm a huge fan of Ryzen, okay? But I was not a huge fan of this card. A couple things, right? Uh, Juju Eclair, friend of ours, Mm -hmm. right? But she was fighting somebody from Ohio Mm -hmm. that she lost to because there was – was there not allowed knees or kicks? It was – yeah, it was a DQ. Yeah. And so you had Sheena Starr fight her here because they had a little thing going on Twitter where they went back and forth. Mm -hmm. Sheena Starr, I wouldn't think is rising. She's fought – Two people from the Midwest in Japan. Yep. Does that make any sense? No, because they're building a backstory. 
Yeah. Or trying to. Right. right? The, these people are enemies. So I wasn't – I wanted to see Juju Eclair fight, fight somebody there that – uh, Fight somebody that was actually um, – <laughs> Going to be a bit of a challenge, right? Because I, I think she, she her striking's pretty good. Then you had Gabby Garcia, who was fighting forty one year old lady from Japan or something I thought, like that. Yeah, it was. I and thought her it was last like, fight was against a fifty year old. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say I, I thought she was like more mid forties, but it wrestler. could be forty one. And and she missed weight by twenty six kilograms or something. Yeah, it was something way up there. But yeah. so how much is that? Which in is pounds? like twelve pounds. Yeah. <sighs> so like, uh, hold on, you're making me do math. So she honestly, you know, she she said that she had women problems. She had this. She had that. And um, she was. Uh, uh, oh shit! Twenty six kilograms is fifty seven pounds. Okay, so she missed it by that much. <laughs> Make sure she missed it what? by that much. Double check it. Really okay, hold quick. on. Who am I looking up? Gabby Garcia. Yeah. So Gabby, immediately her opponent, uh, and I forget her opponent's name because it doesn't matter. She's 41 years old. It's a joke. Uh, it says, you know, I'm not going to fight her. It gets off the stage, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Shame. And it, it, as Cody will say, uh, being in Japan a few times, they, they really take that like serious, like they're warriors and stuff. Oh. So she had to go in the ring the next day, get on her knees, beg for forgiveness uh, in a in a crying emotional scene, a beg for her opponent's forgiveness. But what what a yeah, joke! Gabby Garcia was over twelve kilograms or twenty seven pounds. Okay, that's yeah. a lot. To that is that. a lot. I mean, I, see, that's why I, I, that's why I come up with twelve pounds because I thought I heard I I remember someone saying that it was twelve. 12 yeah, it was twelve kilograms or twenty seven pounds. And I mean, yeah, you you look at, I mean, well, first of all, I. <laughs> the first time I watched that video, I thought her opponent was a guy. I, I I honestly did. I thought her opponent was a guy, and then I then and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute. Are they both guys?" Like I was I was a little Dude. confused. I was a little confused. The thing about like Ryzen oh. in Japanese promotions is that like uh, it's they I don't know they're trying to make it like a WWE thing. Like there's a whole storyline. No, I I totally get it. Yeah, it's promoted a whole entirely different way. There's a lot of weird stuff in between fights. If you ever watch like one of their live shows, and yeah, like well, it be, that's because professional wrestling is so big in Japan. And they try I mean, to make huge. It like that. Yeah, it, honestly, it's some kind of. It doesn't appeal to me because I like MMA to be like. MMA, and I don't right. want MMA to be like WWE. Obviously, a, but see, that's why Darren was perfect for it because it. he treated it like real MMA, the soccer kick and everything like that. Like mm-hmm. he was going to hurt some people in there. Yeah, um, and and he is enough of the personality, but you still get the goods. But for for yeah, Juju like to American fight somebody flag. from Ohio to avenge a disqualified loss that no one cared about yeah. to begin with, it's kind mm. of like weak super fans in Japan, man. Super fans. Right. Super fly snooger. They're different. <laughs> well, Cup Noodle Guy <laughs> oh, shows, you that, shows you that it's pro wrestling. I got some serious, I got some serious videos of Cup Noodle Guy. Cup Noodle Guy <laughs> looks he like a pro He is obsessed with him. He's like, under that. He's like, he's we need, I guess they sell it here. I'm like, what do you, yes, they sell I it I saw here. Cup Noodle and I wanted to try it. Cup Noodle Guy, I, I see him at Wayans. I'm just like, Darren, Cup Noodle Guy. Darren pretended to kick him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> so like he was just standing there and they're like let's take a picture and then Darren like ran up and acted like he was going to kick him in the nuts and the dude didn't flinch <laughs> obviously he can't see he it he can't see right. and they have a mask and then like the He's Japanese like, security guys are like no 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 <laughs> stop 
<laughs> you, you go now. Yeah. They, they have a mask. You guys are out of here. Yeah. You guys a, go. They have a mask already on the cup noodle thing. You you wouldn't know who we it was. We have karaoke anyways. over that. Yeah, you wouldn't know who it was anyways because he's wearing a cup noodle outfit. Right. But then they have a mask on top of the cup noodle and outfit. He's just right. got a speedo and tights on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a, I'm telling you, man, it's a whole different like just sitting in if that you arena ever... watching it. I was just like. What's well, up? and, and if you ever, like, I mean, you know, you can watch anime, you can do stuff like that, but if you really want to get kind of, like, a, a, a inkling of, like, Japanese, like, pop culture, watch Japanese commercials. Porn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, but, but some of their commercials <laughs> could be considered like that here in America. But watch their commercials. Their commercials are they're like crazy. insane. It's well, like game shows are the ones well, where they they someone walks into a porta john at a site and then they remove the yeah, the yeah porta john no, by mean, a crane like and they're sitting there like Ugh. like I, that too. But like if you watch the commercials, it's like what drug induced. Like trip did you go on when you created this commercial? Because it honestly makes you feel like you're tripping balls just watching the commercials. They're so outrageously out there. It's great at the same time. It's scary. I just wish the Ryzen card would have been a little bit better. I wish Juju would have. And it's not. I understand they're building a storyline and stuff, but I wish her opponent would have been a little bit better. I just wish. You know, I, did you guys? Did you guys I wish see for. the the weigh-in where the guy smacked Ian McCall? I did not see that. No, I, did, oh, I, I think I that Gabby either. Garcia just like flooded me. He's like they were like doing their little showdown, you know, like press is all taking pictures. Uncle and the guy, creepy like, reached over and smacked Ian McCall in the head. Then Ian McCall turned and smacked him in the face. And no then, like, way! He threw a couple punches and they, you know, they broke him up. Yeah. But see, they feed into that. Like you said, they like that that they kind of wrestling. They absolutely stuff. love it. They absolutely love it. You little pretty much. You can do whatever the hell you want over there. Yeah. I love that soccer. Would you like to see soccer kicks in UFC? Probably. Yeah, I mean, because it's going to kill all the grapplers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you go down and the face. Yeah, you're not going to want to go to the mat. Yeah, where they're you sitting there and they're waving you to come the down face. and stuff like that. Yeah, so one good not going to be a lot of guys pulling guard. All right, is it what's on tap for you? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll I got to step really out fast. and then we'll go to break really quick. All right. To going. I don't know. It could be problem with my laptop too. <laughs> okay, technical issue. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, there we go. Okay. I thought I had to put my password in. <laughs> All right. This is What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. All right. Uh, starting off with boxing. Um, oop, hold on here. Oh man. Okay. There we go. Okay. Starting with boxing, January 11th at Lemoore, California. We have Vladimir Hernandez versus Danny uh, Valvidia. Rematch eight rounds for the junior middleweights. January 12th, uh, Verona, New York on Showtime. We have Clarissa Shields versus Tori Nelson. Ten rounds for Shields' IBF WBC Women's Super Middleweight title. Uh, Moving on to MMA. Uh, I only, I only put this on here because it kind of like, so I look up the MMA, you know, like, uh, fights around the world or whatever. And some of them are kind of funny or, you know, whatever, but this is all I got for this January 12th in Russia, no city, no like arena or anything. 
gender wars, MMA, man versus woman. That's all it says. Just man versus woman in Russia on January 12th. So I'm very curious on exactly what this is. Man wins. Yeah. Um, January 13th, Invicta FC 27. We have Kianzad versus Kaufman uh, in Kansas City, Missouri. And January 14th, we have UFC Fight Night 124, Stevens versus, is it, do you know, Cody, is it Choi? Choi? C H O I? Do Hulk Choi. Choi. Okay. So it's Stevens versus Choi at the Scotts Trade Center, St. Louis, Missouri. And that's What's on Tap, sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company. Do we want to go to a break? or? Yep. Okay, we're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. All right. You we guys just... put them on your ears like that. That is okay for you to talk then. You guys got to have them on your ears first. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. I can't talk about the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on one second. I'm second. sorry. Were you saying something? I, I can't. I You don't have your headphones on, so I can't hear no, you. No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> You, you don't exist unless your headphones Sorry. are on. I'm good we were just looking at uh, more pictures of Gabby Garcia and just how, how her physical transformation. I, I just don't think it's natural. And then you'll be at the Arnold and you'll know those people aren't natural. They're just in bodybuilding, there, but they're taking performance-enhancing stuff. But that's that's allowed in those type competitions. And those people, no one physically looks like that doing it natural. So do you think that uh, bodybuilding nope. is a sport? Yes. I would say it's a competition. I wouldn't say it's a sport. <laughs> I'll say you would have yes have, because the Arnold. You have to define sport because it can be taken one of two ways. Uh, a sport could be any athletic. Uh, like sport is something you play, but not necessarily. Auto racing would be a competition. MMA isn't, isn't a sport. I think. I think it's a competition. You would have you would have to define what you don't what play continues MMA. a sport. You don't play MMA. You so don't like soccer, baseball, basketball, tennis. I see what he's saying. Rugby. Those are all sports. Fighting is not a sport. Auto racing. You don't you don't play that either. That's bodybuilding. They're like the sport or like a. <clears throat> um, sorry, CrossFit. The sp- CrossFit. The sport of fitness. I was like, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Like they're like it's the sport of fit, and that's their whole slogan. I mean, someone's gonna shoot me for saying this, but no, no, no. I mean, and you're right, you're right. It's but, but the that's just it. That's just it. You would have to, you'd have to define exactly what constitutes a sport and what doesn't constitute a sport. So, like, I, I think <clears throat> to me, a sport is anything that you could walk into your backyard or to like a field and just play with your friends. That's a sport. Something where you have to train consistently in order to compete at any kind of level, I think, is not so much a sport. I got I to I tell him he's never heard the protein log story. I don't think I've ever oh told you God. this. The what? So, so the first year we're at the, the Arnold where we're uh, hired to do the ring girls. The night, I don't think I know this story. Yeah, I've told it to you before. Yeah, yeah. We we decide to go to the expo center, and I just literally have to go to the bathroom because we're at the expo center. And um, But the male competition was going on that day where they're all spray tan. They're walking around. Oh. <laughs> so so somebody Perfect. had the someone left oh. a protein log in there that overflowed the whole bathroom like the toilet 
And these guys, because they walk around barefoot, because they they, they pose like that and stuff. There's literally people walking in bathroom water barefoot with these spray tans. It totally turned me off. And they, they someone had left like a protein log that literally clogged the toilet, overflowed the bathroom. Yeah. I, I I came out and told her about it. I was like that because you were oh. gone forever because oh, he had to go God. and try and find another bathroom. Yeah, oh. because I'm like absolutely the grossest thing. <laughs> but the guys are just walking through no biggie. Oh but God! Either do they either... do they leave little like little tan well, yeah, footprints it, everywhere? No, there was ripples when they'd walk. There was no. I'm saying that, they like, leave like gross. I'm saying because of their spray tan, did they leave like little little tan footprints on the on the linoleum or whatever? Here's all I know: you you had the people that shit when they're nervous. That went. You had the people that took way too much protein and wee, and they, they clogged it up too. You had uh, you had all those people shitting oh before the competition. Oh my god! Yeah. Have you ever been to a bodybuilding competition? Like here, just yes. the Arnold we see a little. Yeah, bit. I I had a friend who was a bodybuilder. I had a friend, yeah, I also had a friend. Who was a, yeah, he was a bodybuilder. And it's the grossest there, thing ever. And I went there, and there was guys. There was a bunch of guys. And it was a pretty packed house. And yeah, there was a lot of people there. And I'm thinking like. I have no idea how this is gonna go. I feel kind of weird just being here, and uh, you know all the guys come out and they're like posing. There's like guys in front of me. They're like, "Yeah, fucks on them." I started laughing. We don't ever get that. I started close. laughing, and people are like clapping, and I'm thinking like, "This is this is really this is, these guys are serious." Fucks on them. Show them. Show them everything. I'm like, what, what? <laughs> Did I just rock into the wrong like, room? Well, uh, this is. Awkward. I'm like, I'm the only person that thinks this is awkward. I'm like looking around at everyone, like, no one else thinks this is weird. Well, my 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 favorite like clapping. My favorite thing is like behind the scenes, like you don't what you don't see is like guys are getting up there and they all have like buddies that you know help each other out and stuff like that. And yeah, they're spray tan, but then also they're like putting like baby oil and they're just sitting there and they're just rubbing baby oil on like themselves and their buddies and stuff like that. I'm like, if anybody could actually pump before they go. Yeah. And like, if anybody could actually like watch the, the, uh, uh, like what backstage or whatever, it is the most unmanly thing that you can possibly watch. It really is. It's, 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 disgusting not disgusting but like it's just so like everybody thinks oh bodybuilders are so manly it's probably pretty awkward but it's very awkward and it's very you know just like everybody you know um in the any, any guy who has ever been in the military will will tell you that being in the military is probably one of the most homoerotic things because being on a wrestling team yeah same thing same thing it's just everybody's talking about like banging each other and i mean it's it's horrible it really is now one of our favorite things to watch on the last day is the deadlift competition because first off these oh, guys oof. don't look fit like the other guys no right? they're, they're they're big well, that's because, guys with big guts well that's because they and, have actual muscles but I, I, not fake muscle tone they have real muscle mass but i kind of root for somebody's arm you ever see that snl skit from the olympics where the guy's arm <laughs> yeah, rip off you're yeah. always waiting for something bad to happen <laughs> or for them, or for them to fall yeah. backwards yeah oh yeah like i'm waiting or or they or they they get the pink sock if you know what i mean what's the pink what? sock? no <laughs> oh you don't know what the pink sock is oh i don't know if i want to tell it on the air you know what i'm talking about don't you <laughs> I gotta tell now. That's when your 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 anus prolapse and it pops out. Oh yes, out. I've seen it's that. It's called the pink sock. I didn't know what it was called, but yeah. 
You pee straight so much, your it intestine just goes, comes out. Yeah, that, comes your yeah, you your do? rectum. Just gonna push right it, out. push it back in. <laughs> rectum, damn, yeah. killed him. Oh yeah, it's oh bad. man, I I and 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 I had no idea that that could happen until it happened. It had a uh, doctor. You have to go to the hospital, and they have to because they have to do surgery and stuff to like put it back in but yeah um i didn't know that it could even happen until i was at my my buddy's competition and they were doing like the deadlift competition and uh yeah that happened to one of the guys he he nope. he, he, he like lifted he was like straining he was straining he was straining and he got up and all of a sudden he just screamed and like fell down and they like rushed him to the back and my buddy was like one of his friends and he was like rushing back there like with him and <laughs> My buddy took pictures of it because he wanted to show him after it was all done, like what it looked like or whatever. And so my buddy showed me, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what is that?" And he told me what had happened. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh, it was, oh, it's the grossest thing you can ever, ever, ever see. Yeah. I'll look, I'll look it up, and I'll show you guys. I don't always understand people's decisions to do things like that, but I guess <laughs> that could be said with anything, though. People probably don't understand why I get in a cage and fight, so. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get it. Different strokes, different folks, you know. Just the the product too. So like the whole Arnold floor is just people selling protein yeah. in different forms. I can't. I can't. I don't want to see it. I'll throw oh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see it. It'll I, ruin my. I've seen. I've seen it, and I, I ruin my breakfast. I just tomorrow, looked. Man. I just looked at the the images. I just popped. Uh, I can't. I can't even look at it. So that's it's, like a pitcher blowing out his arm or something. Like like you're out. Lifting for a while. Oh, right? you are you are out for a very long time. Yeah. Can you lift ever again? Oh yeah. You just have to build up to it again. It's just Can you shit right ever again? <laughs> uh yeah. Because as long as you don't tear it once it's popped out, it's just it's like okay. a tube that just comes We're out. We're good. Let's and move you put on. it back in, it's still Please. just a tube. That's enough. <laughs> Think of it like a sock. You just turn it inside out oh, yeah. and you put it right back in. <laughs> We've all learned something today. <laughs> To not, to not let Jimmy tell us. When. We, I, I looked at Cody and I saw Cody was intrigued and I was too. So then I pushed it too far. I probably didn't want to know that because yeah. now you know what I'm going to be looking you can't for. Un, you can't unknow something. <laughs> yeah. Now, and if you if you ever do get morbidly curious, just look it up. I won't and look up the it. images. <laughs> And it, it will scar you for life. I'm never really going to look it up because Google it will always, scar you for Google life. Always suggest stuff, stuff me like after. Queasy, like I want to like pass out. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm a medical like, professional, like and I, things, I feel like I have it on me, and I'm yeah. Just like, oh, get it off. I, I'm a medical professional, and I look at that, and I'm it. still just like, uh, oh, like mm-hmm. uh, it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. If you Google that, then YouTube starts suggesting stuff you don't ever want to know. About <laughs> it. I mean, you can't Google it because then all all your apps, even Facebook apps, would be like. Well, no, you look you look that up, and your 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 YouTube your YouTube suggestion is that song "What What in the Butt." You know that song. You know that song. Yeah. What What? I don't think I want. Yeah. I don't think I want to know. Yeah. So, uh, big UFC event. One of their biggest events of the year is always. uh, So, I always consider two big events. Uh, the one in the summer where they have the uh, expo, which is in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the one New Year's has yep. always been a big deal mm-hmm. since, especially fight since week. the, yeah, since the Lesnar versus uh, Overeem fight that happened around uh, New Year's what, seven, eight years ago or something. So uh, let's start off with the main event. Let's get Cody's, uh, uh, what he thought of it. Cyborg went against Holm. Mm-hmm. Cyborg was the favorite. Yeah. 
Holm was moving up in weight. Mm-hmm. So should we have expected anything but what we saw? I guess that cyborg couldn't finish her. But every time she hit Holm, hit, Holm hit, went flying. Yeah. And then the picture that Bruce Buffer afterwards yeah. posted of Holly Holm, yeah. she was beat. Did you yeah. see that picture? Yeah. She yeah. was beat up. What, yeah. did, what did you think of the main event? Uh, it, it went pretty much exactly how I thought it would. I thought maybe Holly would have a different game plan or something. I figured after she got hit with that same right hand 20 times <laughs> for two rounds that she would yeah. start moving her head or doing something different. But, yeah, you know, she just didn't make any in-fight adjustments. And, you know, at that stage in your career, if you're not doing it, you're never going to do it. Well, but, like... Good fight, though. I mean, like, she had a showed a lot of heart. Yeah. Well, like I was telling Brad, I mean, not as bad, but watching Holly Holm fight Chris Cyborg was like watching Ronda Rousey fight Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. It was the same kind of thing where she kept coming in, she kept getting knocked back, she kept coming in, she kept getting knocked back, except Holly had the heart and the stamina to make it all the way through where Ronda didn't. And what does it say about Ronda that the only win that Holly has had in her last five fights has been over Ronda Rousey? It says that the women's division wasn't where it is now. Yeah. Caught up to her. Yeah, yeah it did. Up to it, her. Really it really did. did. That's, the, that's the evolution of the sport. Yeah. As soon as people start seeing money in it. Just... Yeah. And Holly Holm, who is one of the biggest names in MMA, what was the stat you gave me? When's how, what is her record over? It's, it's uh, not a good record. Hold on, I gotta find. Fights. I gotta look at. She two and three. I think she was two and two going into this fight. No, like she the was. Last four she fights. was one and three. One and three. So yeah. The last. That's At her last, she the she only won against Ronda, so she lost and then she Lucio. lost three. So she's three. one and four in the last. She's five. one and four in the last five. Yeah, that's not good. And one of the biggest superstars. The only thing she can lean back on is that she she gained weight to to fight Cyborg, and now they're talking uh, Cyborg to fight Nunes. Uh, I guess interesting because I mean, there's not much Dana oh. and company can do with Cyborg. It's just because of her weight. I, I'm sorry, I take that back. She won against she uh, Korea. Her last fight, she won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, Because I, I thought Ronda was part of that five. So was she but, two and two the last fight? Uh, she is, so... She won, she, she, lost, lost, She won. lost to Misha. She lost to Valentina. She lost to Jermaine. She won against Beth, and she lost against Cyborg. Was Misha the one she didn't tape uh, tap on the rear naked choke? Uh, technical submission rear naked choke, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where she didn't tap. Yep. Uh, oh yeah! Speaking of which, did you see that uh, Big John went to Bellator? No, he's going to be a Bellator commentator. Yeah. Oh, did he? So yeah. No, no more uh, refing. No, no more refing. He's a Bellator commentator now. I mean, it's, it probably pays well. Yeah. Well, I just it just it popped up on my newsfeed or whatever that he he had left for Bellator. So, so UFC like, oh, celebrating. Uh, you guys got a new logo. Twenty years or twenty five years? Twenty five. Twenty five. So he has been officiating for twenty five years in MMA. So I mean, maybe it's. It's probably a good move. Let's see. Yeah. <clears throat> Money talks. John Money talks, and you've been officiating McCarthy. for 25 years. Good for him, though. He's a really, yeah. really good ref. Right. Yeah. How often do you see Big John make a mistake? Not no. that often. And then the cool thing about it I is I honestly that can't remember. I can't think of one either. I can't either. There was a couple of times where he probably should have stopped it earlier, if any, but... If anything, he stops fights late. Yeah. He's not the guy to stop a fighter. No. Either. Herbino, there, there's Herbino been a couple times. Where, early. Yeah, there's a couple of times where I'm like, "Come on, John, stop the fight! Come on, man, stop the fight!" But he, I mean, he <laughs> go let it go. There's nothing. Go let it go. I mean, at the end of the fight, it's like, well, yeah, you can't blame it on the ref. Now, uh, so uh, the cool thing about him, though, is that after he had done uh, UFC, probably like two or three, 
he got into martial arts just like Joe Rogan did and, mm-hmm. and is I Big John's a pretty good badass too. What what is he in jujitsu and stuff? Yeah, uh, and I know he uh Who, Big, Big John? John, yeah. Like yeah, he uh, started it twenty five years ago. And like Joe uh, Rogan started it a long time ago when Joe they got Rogan's into a black it. Belt. Joe Rogan's yeah, he'll be under uh tenth planner. Right? He'll be uh color analyst along with uh uh, uh I I'm going to mispronounce his name. Sonnen. Shell Sonnen. Shell oh, Sonnen, yeah. yeah. He'll be a color. Okay. So I'm looking up uh, his record. Shell Sonnen, another guy. that You know, you've seen a lot Chelsea. of fighters doing that. They're going from fighting to commentary. And he, cool. he's got the mouth for it. He's always been entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Very well spoken. You know, yeah. And, 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 and fun. Uh, I think the only time I've ever rooted against him, I was a huge John Jones guy when he we fought Jones. I was like, ah, give it to him, Jones. But like I said, I've been disappointed. He, in Jones. Uh, oh, I didn't even. So is that the same? It can't be the same guy. Big John. Man, I love a redemption story. When John Jones came back after all the crap he went through, and then he won, I was like, hell yeah, John. That's Jones. That's what he was like too. I was like, hell yeah, John Jones. Good for you, man. That's a lot of adversity to face and come back. And then when he tested positive for steroids, I'm like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, hold on yeah, there. that one that one stung, dude. I Just because that. John Jones was the best that. I've ever seen, and then he he probably didn't need to do that. He probably still beats Cormier without. Any of that, which is kind of just frustrating. How do you so. accidentally test positive for steroids? <laughs> I don't know. That's the big thing is now. It's all over social media. Yep. Oh, well, oh, he might oh. get back in. John Jones, you know, he didn't know that he took steroids. There was such a small amount that we found. And like, dude, you don't accidentally take steroids. Trust me, if I go to take a pee test, I know if I did or didn't take steroids. There's not steroids. I mean, there is steroids in some of the foods that we eat, but not enough to show up on a you know what I mean? It's like you eat a steak, you don't like test positive for steroids. It's not like that. Right. So I, I, me and you are in the same boat it, now John where John Jones was just like, I don't know. It, to me, I thought he was mm. everything. I can't I can't find any uh, fighting Who, record. John? Yeah. Well, he never records. fought. He just went and trained in it. Like, just oh, like, yeah. No, just no, like no. Joe Ray, Rogan. Rogan Herb never Dean, fought. Herb Dean used to fight, though. Yeah. Um, he, uh, it was his connection to the Gracie family. Particularly, uh, Rorian? Rory? Oh, her, uh, no, H is for the R's. Uh, mm-hmm. Horian? Yeah, nah. Horian? up now. Hold on. R O R I O N. Give me a second. Anyways. Horan. Uh, yeah. Horan. Yeah, Horan Gracie. Uh, he had been training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, uh, at the Gracie Academy. Uh, anyways. Uh, when he was putting together his Not new fighting promotion moment. in 93, McCarthy expressed interest in fighting for the UFC, but Gracie advised against it. However, due to his experience in law enforcement, McCarthy was seen as a fitting man to referee. He debuted UFC 2 No Way Out in 1994. His 530th bout as the referee was the main event at Think the Ultimate that. Fighter Team Hughes versus Team Sarah finale in las vegas that's a long time ago yeah he has gone from ufc 2 to ufc uh, uh he was a, oh it's past that but anyways yeah he's been around it's crazy yeah he's been around for uh mccarthy serves the uf <laughs> referee for ufc 194 between mcconnor mcgregor and jose aldo which became the shortest title bout 13 seconds in ufc history jose jose yeah jose 
Jose, whatever. Jose. He lost. He doesn't get his name. No, no, no. You guys are Jose. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm really thinking if I'm pronouncing the, and that, I, that I should know with the Gracie's. God damn. Uh, you said it wrong twice. And then I'm thinking when I hear it twice, I'm like, man. Sorry. Um, no. Uh, I, don't, I should know how to pronounce his name, and I don't. <laughs> Yeah, Cody's our, our uh, get out of jail free card. Cody doesn't know. Hefiel Sunsau, and I say Raphael. Who uh, did Herb Dean? He did one of yours, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. How how is he? He's he's a really nice guy. He talk a lot during the fights because uh, like when you sit cage side, uh, you, you can hear it sometimes, but like on the on the no, TV coverage, you don't. I don't necessarily remember, but um, I mean, you're listening. I remember to your talking corner. to him backstage, and he was a super nice guy. Yeah, very relaxed. You felt comfortable cool with him reffing cool your guy, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Mark Goddard, too. He's yeah. A very thorough guy. He, you'll hear him talk in the fights. He's really, another really good ref. I mean, you, you bring up a good point as a fighter, in uh, especially in MMA, because it's not like boxing where you hit the canvas <clears> and stuff. There's always that fear that the ref is going to stop the fight when you're when you're totally okay. You say something to him before, because you have a, like a one-on-one meeting with him. Like, do not stop my fucking fight early. Yep. You'd be like, I'm, 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 I'm fighting come back. Well, that's good to know. So, like, you say that in advance and and, and give them a kind little of bit of a. Um, I mean, there's there's been tons of bouts over the UFC's 25 year history where where people have been down and out and like like almost out on their feet on the on the cage, and then all of a sudden like they come back and and knock somebody out. And you think about how many refs would have waved it off when those guys are almost out on their feet. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, good for Big John. That's that's good. It, it's mm-hmm. an interesting move because uh, Bellator's really. Um, I, I would say that Big John is once again a legend of MMA from the ref oh, side. Oh, I mean, he's they as got, much. They a got part Hoist, of, uh, yeah, Gracie over there. They got uh, uh, Big John's a staple of the UFC as much as like Dana White and Joe Rogan are. It's like I the mean, retirement league for UFC. It really is. Oh, Bellator. Yeah, yeah. It's like big it's superstars go over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to they're trying to piggyback off like the stars on from the UFC for sure. But the question is, as much as I like the concept, I don't watch Bellator that often, just because it's it it is promote their show that well. I was gonna say I don't watch it because I never really know when it's on. Mm-hmm. You know, UFC I, you get a, a lot of yeah and stuff. I mean, at least you know the only time that I know it's on is when I do what's on tap because I look it up you know mm-hmm. so they're yeah. owned by Viacom yeah right? I think Which so is yeah way bigger than Zufa yeah mm-hmm. so they have the money they could put the money into the show and god I wish they would because if the two like if two promotions if someone could rival the UFC it's good for you payday wise oh payday oh yeah that's how boxing that's how boxers started getting paid exactly you need competition yeah, yeah. to promote uh you know, like the, if Conor McGregor decided right now, I'm done with the UFC. I'm going to start my own promotion yeah. and fight for it. Yeah. Now, uh, so that's what we were going to finish up on on the show. So um, Conor McGregor fought one time last year. It was boxing. Yeah. He holds two title, titles in the UFC. Yep. As a UFC fighter, how do you feel about him not having to defend his titles over a year. And finally, Dana has given him a cutoff, I believe, of April announcing. These are two titles that he holds that yeah. he hasn't defended. What's your stance on that? Like, how how often should a champion that's not injured, so not an interim belt or anything, fight and defend their championship? And what, what do you think about Connor? Obviously, he's getting superstar treatment, but there's two titles that... Yeah, so if you're healthy, 
uh, as a fighter, I feel like you want to defend your title. You want to fight. Um, but I guess being the champ could be a little bit different. You're making a lot more money. There's a lot more endorsement deals. Uh, there's a lot more money that you can make outside the ring. So you might want to sit on that belt for a while. But, I mean, in Connor's unique position, like, he wants to make the absolute most amount of money that he can per fight. You know, now that he's got a taste of, you know. <laughs> that Mayweather money. Yeah, that's yeah. serious. That $100 million. Like, there's not, like, you can't be like, okay, we're going to give you $5 million. He's like, Yeah. Eh, no, I don't think I don't so. I really want to get my head smashing for that amount. Yeah. And the ball's in his court, so. Yeah. It's really up to him. I mean, okay, so Dana White says, okay, if you don't fight by April, then we're going to take your belt. Okay. And be like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> but, he, but he could come back right away and get a shot at the Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He'd do whatever the hell he wants. Because they would do, yeah, that's probably what would happen. He's as is. big as the UFC. If yeah. You, if you know the UFC, you know Conor McGregor. You know who he yep. is. Yeah. And you know what I mean? He's going to rise. Like, he's going to, he does so much for MMA. I mean, there's so many more people that watch MMA because of Conor McGregor, because mm-hmm. he's such a superstar. Uh, so I, I'm, I've got nothing but love for the guy. Now, Dana White had two interesting takes on it, and both are, are seeing it from both sides. One, he's made so much money that it's tough to motivate somebody that's made that much money to get in a gym and want to fight again yep. because he's made a lot of money. <laughs> the other thing was he, he – He Oprah rich. He, then, he, then he played the the other side of it where he's he said – that there's only so many vacations you can go on. There's only so many boats you can buy. There's only so much before you're looking to maybe come back and right. fight. Uh, the, I guess there will Ask the Mayweather. The one thing I would say is that the UFC, obviously UFC 3 games coming out, um, it's marketed around him. Uh, he's kind of like the if you if you got a hot girl's number, like you know, and your friends are like, hey, you know, have you gone on a date with her in a while? No, but she's really hot, so like once a month is okay on a date. You know, like they're gonna wait around for Connor, like he said. And anytime Connor comes back, the UFC is gonna open the doors because they'd be crazy not to. And Connor McGregor's good for Cody too because like he just he expands viewership across the yeah. board. Mm-hmm. Yep. He doesn't even have to be on the card. Right. Sports and he expands the yeah, yeah, he expands the brand. Yeah. Anytime the UFC is getting talked about, Zufa wins. Yep. And so, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see because, like, is it a a strong deadline of April? It can't be. But at the same yeah, time, you do have two deadline. titles yeah. that he is technically the title holder. Yeah. That's kind of I could see I, – and I, I could see it both ways. I could see, like – you know, I'm I'm sure April's like a soft deadline. If he's in negotiations around April, you know, they'll extend it. Or I could see him say, you know what? Go ahead. Give my titles away. And then wait for the guys to, like, win the titles and then come right back and then beat those guys to get the titles back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then wait a year <laughs> just because he can. There's one guy that, that he I know for a fact that he sees and probably does not want to fight. Which, Which is who? Khabib. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There. Dude, yeah, yeah. An, that guy's like someone that doesn't take a step backwards like that. Can you imagine someone like that in a boxing match? Yep. Just like bulldozing you the whole time. It's hard to fight as someone like that. Yeah. It's a unique style that, and, and then once he gets on top of you, he mauls you. He will, if he takes Conor McGregor down, he will maul him. And I think Conor sees that and he realizes that it's not a good fight for his legacy. And he's the next guy. Yeah. And uh, they, they did some verbal sparring. 
Uh, I think it did involve a bear. Like he said, he was going to skin his bear or something like, I don't, I don't know what it was. And then he says, I'm going to be a bear. You have to skin the bear. And it was like, just weird sparring back and forth, but he did get Connor's attention on social media. But at the same time, um, you know, Connor, Connor does it to agitate everybody. He, you remember when they had the, the UFC, uh, it was like a press conference where all the fighters were. This is before you were in the UFC. But they were all sitting there. Connor was going against everybody. He didn't even have to be in his weight class. And he was arguing with like, you know, who the fuck are you? That's where mm-hmm. all that came from. It's like he was challenging like everybody on there. It doesn't matter if there was a chance that Connor was going to fight him or not. He just he, – he knows he's that big of a superstar that he's just going to – you know, say something to just get a, a rise of the crowd. Himself. He's just yeah. like, he doesn't give a shit when anyone thinks about it. It, it, it. It's amazing. So the game comes out in, uh, God, in two weeks, I think the UFC game comes out. I think it's relatively soon. And he's on the cover again. He, he's your guy. Um, I think he'll be back. I really do. I, I, I don't know when, but I think he will be back. I don't know if it's this year, though. I just think that, it, what's he, 27, 28? He's older than that. He's like 30. Is he 30? Um, he's got time. Um, and what's he really need? He doesn't need money anymore. He will, though. Yeah. You think he'll blow through it? Like, <laughs> he made $100 million, so he paid probably $25 million, $20 million in taxes. 40 I think 40 Yeah. Jeez, that's you get You pay up. Boatload of taxes. That's right. When you money. when you get when you the when you higher up you high. go, the more money you're paying in taxes. So okay, so yeah. so then he's got sixty million. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not. He I'm just saying. Like it's. I'm just saying that's conservative, or uh, you know that that's a good chunk of probably what he he got out of it. Well, he has a whiskey coming out. Yeah. I think he has a cologne coming out. I don't know how much royalties he. Get. He does have a cologne coming out. I don't know how much he gets out of those guys. Always make colognes. There's like, money. I don't want to smell like you. There's got to be money. You don't. You I, don't I understand Cody that. Over there? I Maybe Cody, that. but not Conor McGregor. Because yeah. all all you're gonna do is smelling like Conor McGregor. Like I was gonna say <laughs> all you gotta do to smell like Conor McGregor is take some Jameson, splash it on. What if it yeah. smells like an Irish pub? Like yeah, that sticky. Right. A little, little bit, little bit of Guinness, a little bit of Jameson, right. a little, <laughs> little bit of black and tan. Oh, that'd be awesome, actually. Uh, so he he's now creating his own business ventures outside of what Zufa smart. can offer, right? So exactly. I'm, I'm sure they didn't had nothing to do with this whiskey deal, and I'm sure they had nothing to do with this cologne deal. But he he like I said, he he reached the level that David Beckham did, and he's got like Connor fit out, it's yeah, like fitness program. And it's like Connor, you got a conditioning program. You get tired every fight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, well, it's not for you. It's for schmoes like me. That's you know? true. They're not selling it to the UFC fighters. Yeah. They're selling they're it selling to, it to poor schlubs like me that after, you know, you feel good if you can make it 10 minutes through the thing yeah. without going. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was ironic. That the guy that always gets tired has his own conditioning program. Yeah. That is kind of funny, actually. Well, I, you know what? Honestly, I'll take care of McGregor conditioning. If I had that kind of conditioning, I'd be happy with myself. Well, yeah. The, 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 oh, I'm not saying he's not awesome. He's just like, yeah. He just gets tired. <laughs> no, I, I know he does. <laughs> From a fighter's standpoint, it's like, yeah. Eh. 
That's like, that's because all the blood's in his pants. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's getting random boners. It's right. hard to exactly. Pull up that picture of him and Mayweather. That's I know what you're that, talking about. He's at full. Mass. I don't need to. I, I don't need to pull it up. I know what you're talking about. Right here on my phone. I figured. I figured it he's was an athletic supporter. No, no, no. He's at. Why yeah. would you need an athletic at, supporter? At I don't think he's Because I thought it was a joke that he was doing. Oh no. Yeah. If it was straight out, I think that I think he just got like a little bit of a chubby. He just, He's like, man, I'm about to make a lot of money. I yeah, the money turned him on. That's Probably, exactly dude. what it was. I can't. Like, I'm gonna make a hundred million dollars. And he seems Boing! like dude, he I seems would like have a rock hard boner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Use it as a hammer. All right. Doot, doot, doot. Yeah. Crazy thing about that is, like, you know, he he was gonna get the biggest check ever. It, it maybe did arouse him. I mean, it was just like, hey, you and know, life, life's like never going to be the same. I would say like Cody said, it would arouse me. Never be the same. Dude. If I if I knew I was getting that kind of money, whoo, buddy. I can't imagine. <coughs> I mean, you got Floyd who takes it out of the bank and carries it around. But like, really, yeah. like how much do you take out of that first check? You yeah. get almost like $100 million. Yeah, You're going to have like maybe 100000 out, but like the rest of it's going into some – how much would you take out? You you get a hundred million. A hundred million. Let's, well, okay. So after for sure taxes, you got like we'll say, fifty million. Okay, we'll say fifty million. I take how much, one. How much? I take, take one out? million. Where do you put it? In a safe? No, 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 no. I I would take one million. No, no, no. I would take one million <laughs> for myself. Party. I would take one million for myself. I would take the other forty nine and diversify it between stocks, portfolios, and other like investments. The one million I would use to like have fun with. Go on a vacation, maybe buy something nice. So you're not even talking about walking out Do with hookers. one million. So you're you're going to use your debit card and stuff like that. I'm I'm, I'm saying how much actual cash <laughs> do you walk out with from the bank? Where you're like I'm going to oh, deposit like, forty nine million, but I'm taking a million. Home no, no, in this no, 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 no. Well, no, because I wouldn't I wouldn't have cash on me. I would I'd be using cards. You make fifty million, you're not going to take some cash home with you. They know to roll around on your bed. Yeah, I'm not Scrooge McDuck. I mean. Just no. to have one crazy night where you're going to a no. $10,000 pyramid. Yeah. yeah. No. Cody I don't – I don't – no, I wouldn't – that's just – How many is that? 10 grand? No. Like, yeah, it's not much. You need a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I don't think I would. I Honestly, I don't think I would. I don't think I would, like, pull, like, cash out like that. I would – I'd spend it. You know, I'd spend up to $1 million just, like, on fun or whatever and then invest all the other things. But I don't think I would have, like – that much cash? That's just narcissistic. I don't know, Cody. How much you take out? You deposit fifty, or you got a check for fifty? How much you take out, and what do you what are you doing with it? A whole duffel bag full. <laughs> I don't know. I think it'd be nice to have like a bunch of cash. That's what I'm talking Everything about. Everything and just have it somewhere no one could ever find it. Shit hits the fan. I got a million dollars hidden somewhere. You're talking about like a bug out bag? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have a bug out bag that would have cash and stuff in it, but it would be cash from like different currencies and like passports and like shit like that. So yeah, if yeah. I ever had to like get out fast, so enough to buy a bunch of like foreign passports and yeah, I mean, I would, but I would be using that to buy it, and then I would have cash, probably like a hundred thousand dollars, depending on the the currency of wherever I was going, and I would usually, I'd probably pick countries where. You get a lot more money off of the U.S. dollar. See this political sound. This side of the table. Well, that too. <laughs> this side of the table over here is in relationships. You could literally, like he said, take a duffel bag of cash and do a club and have the time of your life with any girl. But in I'm that not. Bar. But you know me. I'm not like that. I could. For one too. night, you wouldn't be like that. No, you know I'm not it's like that. Country. Huh? 
do it in a different country. Uh, but I wouldn't. But I not even. It doesn't matter the country. I'm just. I wouldn't do that. I'm not like that. Dude, there's happy ending massage places in what Metro Detroit. <laughs> I, I, there was one right out the door here. Yeah, like, I think the one like out a the couple door of months ago. Yeah. But I mean, no, I just I would. That's, that's not only forty bucks. That's you not the whole You know me. That's not. I'm not like that. You know. Honestly, honestly, I would probably. I would probably. If I had, let's say that I took out cash, okay? If I took out cash, I would probably get all of my, like, friends and family together and i toss out stacks of cash to them. You're making them fight over the cash? No, no, no. But, like, here, this is for you guys. Like this is for you guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would, like, I would give them stacks of cash, but, oh, like, yeah. you know, you get some, you get some, you get some, you know, whatever. And I would just do, like, if I had cash cash, that's what I would do with it. I wouldn't. I I mean, I don't know. I don't but I don't think I would have like cash. I would invest it and I would have money that I could spend, but I'd use cards. See that would be take the two family members you don't card. like. And let, oh actually no, I think a black card. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. yeah, black card, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well if I had that much money I wouldn't need a black card. You know, that's like that's like I mean, you take that somewhere where someone knows what it is. Yeah, you just put that table, that card on the table. It's like your royalty. What oh if, yeah, because there's no I, limit. I met a guy that had one. Yeah, I met a guy that had one too. So after you give out, yeah, we gotta get going because yeah. there's another bell. show. But it, after you gave out stacks to everybody you liked in your yeah. family, though, wouldn't it be cool for the the people like you? You pick the last two that are your least favorite in the family, and you stack ten thousand dollars, and then you equally distance them away. And then prepare for a head-on collision. <laughs> you tell them that, all right, on your marks, get set, go, and then let them run to that $10,000. The two the two you don't like in the family. How? F- how no, no, we, no, no, no. You know no, what you should I, I want, do? I want them to get Are we talking like extended family or? Do the the blindfold over the mouse traps oh, to get to it. Yeah, no, that would I wouldn't, be good too. I wouldn't. But see, I, don't, I like everybody in my family. I would literally have, I have a, a couple of. A $100 bill and a bunch of ones underneath. I would it. say. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a couple of like extended cousins that I might do that too, but that's We're about it. We're just saying hypothetically, Hypo- but I don't. But that because I like everybody in my family. Well, you know what Cody could do because he's such a a hunter and a fisher, though. Uh, I know we got to wrap it up, but uh, <laughs> you could literally put money on a fish hook. And then let your family members, they have to actually bite onto it and get it and get caught with the fish hook. But then you get to keep it if you get That's on just there. a dick move. I think that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> You, 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 you're, the, you're, the, yeah. you're the one that's telling us about the the injury from the I don't know about that, but like I didn't cause it. Or something, dude. Ooh, I Jessa. didn't cause it. <laughs> the pink this socks, is the most unique ep- uh, episode ever. <laughs> All right, we'll see each other next week. Uh, from Cody, from Jimmy, me, Rochelle. Bye. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>